What's up, Geekiverse? It's Bruner 1.0, and we are about to talk WWE Monday Night Raw. I do apologize to my neighbors. I'm going to apologize right now. They cannot be feeling good about this, and I apologize. I'm sorry, but uh, that's what happened. I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to yell, and I'm going to scream. And I'm going to blow their house down. I don't know what I'm going with at all here. So, two quick comments. I just want to comment on my new setup that I've got going for me. Uh, I bought a little desk microphone arm, I guess. I don't know what else to call it. That's what it is. It was $13 off Amazon. And it's so dope because now I can set my little H4N recorder onto... My uh, my desk, it's just hanging there now. It's not sitting on my desk and vibrating every time I hit something. It's hanging. It's chilling. We're just all talking about wrestling, including my little recorder. My voice just cracked there, and I promise it's not puberty. I promise. I don't know if I'm sick. I don't know if it's just because I woke up, but there you go. Uh, I did have to, like, Jimmy rig it because I didn't look at the exact arm that I bought. But that being said, go to thegeekiverse.com. Look at our Amazon link. Look at it real hard with both eye eyeballs and then click it. <laughs> Take the action. Don't just look at it. Take the action and then buy stuff you're already going to buy. I was going to buy a desk arm because I wanted to anyway. I found one for cheap on Amazon. It was like $13. I can do that. I worked an extra hour this week. That's overtime, baby. And it's all going towards the Geekiverse. So I'm just saying go to Amazon.com. Buy stuff you're already buying, but do it through our link. We would appreciate it. Also, I was watching Netflix. I was watching this documentary on C.T. Fletcher. He's a former powerlifting champion uh, on the bench press and on the uh, bicep curl. And lo and behold, who pops up but Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's right, the rattlesnake. He popped up on the documentary. Why? Because he was doing a podcast with C.T. Fletcher. And how funny was it that Stone Cold Steve Austin uses the same exact recorder that I do? So if you're worried about the Geekiverse and what kind of production we've got going on, we're right in line with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you can't teach that. Okay, let's get to Raw. You guys are sick of that crap. Uh, The show starts with Chris Jericho searching for the list. Somebody stole the list. I like it. You start with a humorous segment. I think it's pretty funny. It's good times. Uh, Kevin Owens comes down. He offers to help, but he kind of, you know, he kind of admits that it's, it's a little silly. This is stupid. No one cares about the list. I don't care that you're boycotting the show because you don't have your stupid list. Stephanie McMahon comes down. She says, you know, uh, we, well, we're going to get the list. Don't worry about it, Chris. Of course, Seth Rollins comes out. He's got the list. It's all very humorous. Uh, he tries to uh, get Kevin Owens and Stephanie McMahon against Chris Jericho saying, yo, you guys are on the list. I don't know if you saw that. Here's the deal. It was very humorous. I laughed. I giggled. It was a good time. Uh, but this is your WWE Universal Champion, which is positioned as the top title on Monday Night Raw. Why are we being humorous about it? Like, you're going into hell in a cell. This is, like, ridiculously dangerous. You know what I mean? 
This is, uh, this is not good times for all parties involved. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins are about to be uh, brutally hurt. Like, it's not going to feel fun. I know wrestling's scripted, but when you add steel cages to wrestling matches, uh, people get hurt. I'm trying, last year, Hell in a Cell, I believe, was Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. And they, I think both of them were, in, were bloody at the end of it. The ring was destroyed. It was insane. So I don't like that they're using nothing but humor leading up to probably the most brutal match of the year. But they kind of made up for it at the end. Maybe. We'll get into it. Uh, Enzo Amore was taking on Carl Anderson. Uh, you know, I don't really get what they're doing with either of these guys uh, uh, as far as tag teams. But Enzo Amore and Big Cass came down. They're going to do their little shtick. The club, which they haven't called them for a while now, but the club uh, cut off their mics with a little payday ski, as uh, Luke Gallo said, uh, in the back to one of the production crews. Awesome. I thought it was a great heel move. They say, you know, we're, we're sick of your crap, so on and so forth. Uh, and then... <laughs> Enzo Amore, if, if you don't know, has a tattoo of a microphone on his hand, and I believe I saw on uh, Talking, not Talking Smack, come on, Bruner, it was on the uh, tattoo, Superstar Inc., that's what it was called, Superstar Inc., with uh, Corey Graves, and uh, he's, got a, he's got a microphone on his hand, I believe because of his father and his time as a DJ, so he did the whole intro with no microphone, and the crowd was lit. I still don't know what that word means, but I like using it because it makes it sound cool. The crowd was hype. The crowd was so into it, and that was awesome. So that was probably the moment of the night for me because that was just a really sick moment. Uh, Angel Mori would win the match with a big boot help from Cass when the ref wasn't looking. Eh... This feud isn't really doing anything for me. They tried it once before, kind of, and it didn't It didn't go anywhere. So those guys are going to have a match at Hell in a Cell. Cool. Great times, bro. Awesome. Uh, the New Day, Sheamus, or sorry, the New Day took on Sheamus and Cesaro uh, before their match at Hell in a Cell. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why are you guys facing each other when we're going to see the same match on Sunday? You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense to me. Um, the, the match was really solid, to be honest. They, uh, the New Day came out and made fun of Sheamus. Shame us. Shame us. You get it? Shame on us. Okay. Um, it was a solid match. These guys had a lot of good spots. There was nothing... Uh, too terribly wrong. I think Kofi messed up again. Not going to lie. I saw it, Kofi. You better call yourself out again because I saw it. <laughs> uh, there was a great uppercut from Cesaro on Kofi. I loved that moment. Uh, the, Cesaro and Sheamus actually worked together and they actually won. So that was cool. Uh, I think that means they're not going to win the titles on Sunday because that's kind of what usually happens. The, the team that wins the go-home show, so to speak does not win the pay-per-view match. So uh, I just don't like how they're not... They're not really thinking outside the box here. 
you know, here's the match you're going to see on Sunday. Hey, on Sunday, it'll actually be for the titles. Ha! Stupid. I don't, I don't like it. They do that too, far too often, and it's, it's just not working out for me. So, uh, match was good. Uh, logic behind it, not so good. Dana Brooke took on Bailey in an arm wrestling contest. <sighs> As the fans chanted, this is stupid. And it was stupid. You know what I mean? Here's, I mean, the men have done this in the past, so I guess men and women are equal here. Uh, but it's, it's just, it's, it's arm wrestling, not wrestling. And of course Dana Brooke's going to win. She's got huge pipes. She's got 22-inch pythons, as Hulk Hogan would say. Her biceps are massive. Bailey is a small girl. She's a wrestler, not a bodybuilder. So, uh, I like how Bailey was the babyface. She did her whole thing. Uh, Dana Brooke was the heel. She punched Bailey when Bailey looked like she was getting a little bit of an advantage with the left arm, which was not her injured arm. This screams pre-show at Hell in a Cell. Just saying. Uh, you know, it doesn't do much for me. Uh, Curtis Axel took on Bo Dallas. Uh, a surprisingly good match. Surprisingly good crowd. Uh, Curtis Axel, lo and behold, is from uh, Minnesota. Who knew, right? Who knew? So he got the crowd all hype. He had a thing that said Skull Axis Skull. Had to Google it. Skull is actually a Minnesota Vikings uh, chant that they do because the Vikings used to chant it before they went into battle. So at football games, the crowds will chant it, I guess. I don't know. The Vikings suck. I'm a Lions fan. Go Lions. Matthew Stafford, MVP candidate this year. Just saying. No big deal. Uh, but Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas had a pretty solid match. And, you know, unfortunately, Bo Dallas won because Bo Dallas is getting this massive push for whatever. But, uh, you know, Curtis Axel was saying he's carrying the legacy of his father. He's carrying the legacy of his grandfather, so on and so forth. And they just they didn't get him the win. So I do like how Curtis Axel is, uh, you know, getting some sort of momentum heading into these matches, even if it ended with uh, some baloney so to speak. Uh, Curtis, or sorry, moving on. The Golden Truth took on the Shining Stars, and no one really cared. Titus O'Neil was in the Shining Stars corner. Mark Henry was with Golden Truth. Uh, I got nothing. Like, I'm trying. I'm sorry for the silence, but I'm trying to think of something here. Uh, there's, there's nothing to this. It screams pre-show at Hell in a Cell. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get why Titus O'Neil is with the Shining Stars, and I don't get why uh, Mark Henry is with Golden Truth. That's it. Hold on. We're pausing. We're pausing. We're sipping coffee. Woo! Oh, yeah. Life is good. Ooh, that felt, that felt good. All right, we're moving on. Sasha Banks and Charlotte signed their contract for Hell in a Cell. Uh, and it, I wanted it to work so badly. Fully. Had them both out there, and he kind of says, you know, listen, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. I don't have a hip joint. I don't have an ear. All of his injuries, so on and so forth. Um, you know, and I thought that was pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, we've heard that before. Uh, when Foley used to just randomly come back, like, the past six years before he was, like, a mainstay, uh, he did all this. You know, when Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose had Hell in a Cell, 
he did that promo. When CM Punk was being the uh, the bad guy, he did that promo. You know, do you want to be a legend? Or sorry, do you want to be a statistic or do you want to be a legend? You know, I was in Hell in a Cell. This is terrifying. So on and so forth. Like he did that. So um, I do like that it was for the women, and he made it personal. He said, Charlotte, I know your father. Uh, you know, this isn't anything to sneeze at. Sasha, my kids gave you a picture of Eddie Guerrero, or Eddie Guerrero, excuse me. Uh, you know, they, they know what it means to you, and uh, I like how you're paying homage to him. But, like, it just felt so bad, soap opera-y. Like, the promo was not a wrestling promo, it was a soap opera. Which I get, wrestling kind of is a soap opera sometimes, but I don't want to feel like that when I'm watching. I want to feel like I'm watching a wrestling match. And when it goes down soap opera mode, I lose interest. So, uh, you know, it was it was pretty solid. Charlotte was a good heel. Uh, Sasha was the good face. Uh, I do like how <laughs> Sasha saying she was going to have to crawl up the ramp, broken, broken, broken. A.K.A. Matt Hardy is making a comeback. That's a hint. It's like the Illuminati. You gotta look for the little intricacies. Matt Hardy's coming back. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. It was solid for the type of uh, the type of hype that you need. Um, my fear is that at Hell in a Cell they're gonna hold these two women back. That's what I fear. They're gonna be like, it's too dangerous. You can't do much. You can't throw people into steel cages and be okay with it. I don't know. Uh, I fear there's been rumors that Charlotte wanted to do like a, a flippy dive off the top of the cell and they put the kibosh on that already. So hopefully, uh, hopefully everything's okay when they go into hell in a cell and they let them do like actual wrestling spots. Someone's got to get thrown into the cage. Someone's got to have like their face smashed against the cage. Like it's got to be intense. It's gotta be. I'm sorry, but it's gotta be. Uh, Brian Kendrick took on Rich Swan. TJ Perkins was on commentary. Uh, Rich Swan hit a lot of cool moves. Uh, I loved that. Um, Rich Swan is just a, an amazing wrestler. I enjoy watching him. Brian Kendrick uh, had some great spots as well. Um, you know, TJ Perkins didn't really do much on commentary for me, to be honest. Uh, and Rich Swan actually won here. I was impressed that they finally gave Rich Swan a uh, a good victory. So uh, the match was great. I enjoyed every second of it. The promo afterwards was terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was awful. Brian Kendrick went to the back and started crying. And TJ Perkins once again. It felt like Degrassi. That was the reference I went with. I felt like I was watching an episode of Degrassi with these little two-year-olds. And uh, it was bad. It was bad. It was really bad. I'm sorry, but it was bad. I, I, once again, I do not want to feel like I'm watching a soap opera. I want to feel like I'm watching wrestling. Cut a wrestling promo. Oh, oh no, you're sad. Oh, well, you're gonna, you gotta just persevere. Just get through this, Brian Kendrick. I know you're old, and I know this is your last chance, but just get through this. No. Cut a wrestling promo. Call him a punk. I don't know. You got to be PG with it, I understand, but stupid. Uh, Braun Strowman uh, basically just said, Sami Zayn ain't nothing. <laughs> uh, they, were both, they were both in the ring. They were supposed to have a match, and Strowman got on the mic and said, I don't see any real competition. So, 
yeah. I, I like that uh, they're, they're building the drama, I guess. It, it, this would have been a two-week feud, basically, had they made Sami Zayn lose, which is probably what's going to happen. Uh, it's, you know, they're trying to show off that Sami Zayn is the lovable uh, baby face that, you know, just tries to overcome everything. He did it with Kevin Owens. He finally beat him. Uh, but the, you got to you gotta create some, some uh, tension, I guess. So I like that they delayed it, but basically Braun Strowman shoved Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn tried to beat him up, and it didn't work, and uh, we're looking forward to next week. Scream's pre-show to me. We'll see. Uh, Brock Lesnar came back, and I do not know what happened here. I just don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So Lesnar came back with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman said the Goldberg chants are really starting to piss Brock Lesnar off. So the fans started chanting Suplex City. And Goldberg sucks. You know, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I think they were trying to get the crowd behind Goldberg, even though they were in Brock Lesnar's hometown. Brock Lesnar is from Minnesota. The fans are going to cheer for him. I'm giving time in between these to let WWE understand what's going on. You can't... That'd be like... All right. It's not, it's not a John Cena moment. Uh, let's see. Who's Sam Punk. I love Sam Punk. And, you know, it, it's a guy I reference probably far too often. But Sam Punk is from Chicago. If you go to Chicago and expect fans to boo him regardless of who he's facing, it's not going to happen. He's a wrestling legend in Chicago, essentially. Like, no one will ever boo CM Punk in Chicago. And Brock Lesnar is not that good of a bad guy because he doesn't cut his own promo, so, you know, people don't necessarily hate him. He's an attraction. You only see him once or twice every other month. So when he goes to his hometown, they're not going to boo him. Uh, I don't know. It, it didn't make any sense. So Lesnar came back and Paul Heyman tried to get the crowd to go for Goldberg and they just laughed. Uh, they didn't even accept the challenge. <laughs> they didn't say yes or no. And then uh, that was it. The music started playing and Le or Heyman threw his microphone and walked away. So uh, we did get the, uh, we did get the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the outcome, I guess. Goldberg will be back on Raw next week. I don't know where Raw is next week. Hold on, we're going to look it up. Raw, Halloween, yeah, <laughs> maybe that'll pop up. They were promoing the uh, Halloween special next week for whatever reason. Uh, uh, nope. Let's try this. WWE Raw Schedule. Let's try that. Uh, come on, guys. I'm just trying to see the schedule. 31st. It's in Trenton, New Jersey. Okay. Thank you for not making that easy for me, Internet. Or no, it's not. That's WWE Live. WWE Raw is on Hartford, Connecticut. Okay, so it's in there. It's in the uh, hometown of Raw. Hometown of Raw. It's in the headquarters. Where headquarters is. Jiminy Crickets, Austin. Okay. So, 
Goldberg will be back on Raw next week in Hartford, Connecticut, and I don't know how they're going to make this work. There's no way they can make this happen at Survivor Series. If this is Goldberg's last match, Goldberg has to do it at WrestleMania. You've got to delay it. you you got to build up an angle here. You know what I mean? So, I yeah. The problem is WrestleMania 20 XX was so bad that they're probably a little gun-shy to say, hey, yeah, let's do it again at WrestleMania. But it's different circumstances, you know? Goldberg's, this is Goldberg's retirement match. Brock Lesnar is uh, the unbeatable, essentially, in WWE. So you can't, you can't compare the two, in my opinion. And if they're not seeing that, then they're stupid and blind and stupid. Stupid idiots, to quote Chris Jericho. <laughs> uh, and then the main events, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Chris Jericho. Uh, it was solid. It was okay. I do not like how Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens were both rolled up by Seth Rollins with a weird turnbuckle powerbomb. I just, uh, I do like how Kevin Owens, at the very end of the match, beat the crap out of Seth Rollins. That's what Kevin Owens is good at. The humor stuff is good on the side. You know, every now and then he can do these stupid little segments with Chris Jericho and it can be okay. I get it. I like it. But you cannot have your champion be nothing but humor. That's why AJ Styles and James Ellsworth is weird. But Kevin Owens treated Seth Rollins like he was Sami Zayn. He pop up, or not pop up, he powerbombed him on the ring apron. And that was nasty. It felt vicious. And I loved it. That's what we need out of our WWE champion. That's what has to happen if he's a heel. He's got to be bad. So I like how the match was kind of stupid. It was uh, very, very uh, fan, fan based. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It was, uh, it was tailor made for the fans. You know the the. The babyface overcame at the end and won a very stupid fashion, but he won. And then Kevin Owens beat the crap out of him, probably injured him in the WWE script. He injured him. He made him, you know, he made him a little soft. S-A-W-F-T, soft! He made him soft for Hell in a Cell, and that's what you got to do. So, I like how the show ended. Uh, that being said, the show itself was hot garbage. It was bad. Um, I'm trying to, you know, I liked moments, but there was just so much fluff and time fill that it just didn't work for me. The best part of the night was Enzo not using a microphone to get himself over. He didn't have his best attribute and he still got the crowd on his side. Awesome. But that being said, a lot of it wasn't good. The, the arm wrestling wasn't good. The contract signing was okay. The Brock Lesnar stuff was mystifying. I don't understand what happened there. Uh, New Day and Sheamus and Cesaro just didn't make sense because we're seeing that on Sunday. Roman Reigns and uh, Rusev weren't even on the show. They cut... 
pre-taped promos, which were garbage as well. You know what? I'm going to be harsh here. D. Raw got an overall D. The best parts did not make sense. The overall structure lacked any kind of... Uh, any kind of mantra. I don't. Even, I can't use words right now. It just. It. It. it uh, wow. I'm struggling so hard. What's the word I'm looking for? It stupefied me. I don't know. I'm gonna use a Harry Potter spellbinding term. I don't know. It didn't make sense. I. I thought it could have been a lot better of a show, and uh, they need to step it up. They need to step it up. When my friends that I watch the show with are saying, you know what? I might just go back to watching watching the. Uh, the good old pay-per-views, because this is getting stupid. I can follow those storylines on the internet. I don't need to watch. It's kind of scary. WWE, you need to step your game up. That being said, the Geekiverse is already stepping our game up. Go to thegeekiverse.com. We have tons of reviews going up on a daily basis. It seems like. I don't know if that's true, but it seems like every day there's something new popping up. We uh, My WWE 2K17 review is up now. You can check that out. Got the unboxing video up. That's up now. We've uh, got a ton, a ton of new articles up. We did the, the Nintendo Switch reaction, uh, which has everyone intrigued. If you're not on that Nintendo Switch vibe, you is not winning. Yeah. We've, uh, we've got a lot of stuff on The Walking Dead. There's spoilers, just so you know. Battlefield 1 is up there. Star Wars Rebels. I'm just scrolling down the list. Man of Steel. Walking Carpet. Geeks Got Game, Gears of War, Nintendo Switch, first trailer for Logan, Batman the Telltale Series, Episode 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, Nintendo NX. Uh, There's tons. There's tons of stuff. So check it out. Jim Pressions, if you haven't listened to that uh, podcast that we did, it's terribly entertaining. I I listened to it at the gym. Don't do that because you're still laughing and you'll look like an idiot. A stupid idiot. Uh, so check out thegeekiverse.com, subscribe to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that stuff is great. Go to the website, we've got a merch store, uh, Josiah just sent us pictures of new t-shirts he's printing, so those are going to be up soon, and click on our Amazon link, buy the crap you're already buying, I hit that off the top of the show, I'm not going to repeat it, even though I just repeated it, so therefore this doesn't make sense. I'm Bruner 1.0. I'm going to go back to drinking my coffee because it's been a long morning. It's, uh, yeah, it's been rough. So time for me to sip that coffee, go play some WWE, and get on with my life. We'll check you later. Geeks!